Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Welcome to episode number 25 of the Spun Today podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Thank you very much for listening. This is episode number 25. Like I said, it is the second installment or part two of two of my recent trip to India. I, uh, to listen to the first part, it's episode 24, which is the podcast right before this one. If you guys want to check that out, um, it, it'll, it'll, this episode will stand on its own cause it's just like separate recordings that I did. I was in India for three weeks, um, on a business trip that I lucked out to get and, uh, the podcast I recorded, um, you know, throughout those three weeks, I did five separate recordings pretty much of my experience in India. I've never been to that side of the, of the planet. And I uh, pretty much just wanted to give you guys like a backstage kind of fucking look at India through my vantage point, at least. That was my goal with with that. And also, I guess on a more selfish level, just so I could, you know, look back and remember the experience one day because I don't like listening to myself, so I'm not going to hear this after. And um, hopefully you guys like it. I throw in some songs uh, in between and uh, some songs that actually, some Indian uh, songs that were um, recommended by by uh, the group that I was training in India. <clears throat> I told them to give me some uh, YouTube links for some songs that they like, and it's a group of, of guys and girls that range uh from the ages of like 20 to like 29 or something like that <clears throat> and uh some sounded pretty cool so i'm sprinkling those in between just to add a another layer to the whole experience hopefully you guys enjoy it so like i said it's, they will stand alone because one doesn't necessarily have to do uh, with the other um of the recordings this podcast episode is going to have the final two recordings episode number 24 had three separate recordings and it was nothing to do with work or anything like that. Uh, it was just like my experience in India. Like I said, you know, the cool shit that I saw, the uh, like touristy attraction places that I went to. And, um, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy it and come along for the ride and the experience. And aside from that, I just want to I'm going to make this intro pretty quick. He just wanted to mention two things before we get into the episode. One, UFC 189. Holy fuck. What an awesome couple fights. The first off, the just sticking to the two uh, co-headliners. Robbie Lawler. And um, Roy McDonald. Holy shit, what a fight. I think it was... I can't think of a fight that I was more excited while watching. Um, I was, in, uh, you know, looking forward to, to watching that fight. I like both guys a lot. I thought Roy McDonald, just from, like, his... Yeah, I mean, he always has, like, that stone-cold demeanor, but, like, something about uh, him leading up to this fight i thought that he was gonna pull it off that you know he got over the first fight that he had with robbie lawler which was a back and forth battle throughout 
um i think it went to decision a split decision if i'm not mistaken and but i remember being you know just like a back and forth back and forth type of fight and roy mcdonald's like this up and coming uh you know 24 25 year old um he's been around for a while already but and he's like really young up and coming like protege of, of george st pierre which is widely regarded as one of the greatest of all time in the ufc and roy mcdonald and um uh, Robbie Lawler was more of a, uh, how do I say it? I mean, he's always been around. He's for a long time, for years. He's like 33 or 35 or something like that. Uh, I think he's just with American Top Team and just kind of like a, like a hard working, grind it out, like wait your turn type of dude. Um, and like a really hard worker kind of guy definitely deserved it when he beat Hendricks. I thought he deserved it the first time. Um, the second time, not so much. I thought it was a little closer. I would have given it to, to Hendricks, actually. Um, but the first fight, I definitely would have given it to, to Lawler. But Hendricks got the belt and whatever. Um, those of you that are into UFC, you know the history of all that shit. What a dope fucking fight, though. The It was just back and forth. Um, the, fir- the first one was dog shit. They were, you know, like feeling each other out like the entire time. Barely threw, well, you know, threw a few punches here and there, but it was a little boring. I was hoping the fight didn't stay that way. And then second, second and third round, I think it ended in the third, if I remember correctly. Um, recording this on Sunday, by the way. Sunday, July 12th is today. And the fight was yesterday. Um, I think it ended in the third, third or maybe early fourth, third. I don't know. But, wow. Sick, bloody, back and forth. It was dope, man. If you guys didn't see it, fucking check it out. Download it or pay for it or whatever. I actually wound up paying for it this time around. um, Just because of the whole hype behind, uh, you know, the Conor McGregor fight. And um, Chad Mendes. And then this fight was, I, I like, put it over the top. Um and definitely decided to watch it split it with my roomie raul over the weekend shout out to him and had a dope time had a good time watching the fights and then the much anticipated hyped up uh conor mcgregor fight lived up to its hype it was uh it was a dope fight my heart was with conor i wanted i wanted him to win i was like rooting for him With the uh, fight before, the co-main event with Roy McDonald and Robbie Lawler, I was torn. Like, I I can appreciate both sides. I like both stories of, of both the guys. Both of them deserved it. Obviously, only one can have it. And um, I would have been happy for either one of the guys that won. Um, and it would have been cool if Chad Mendes won also, I guess. Um, not a huge fan, but, uh, you know, respect the guy, Team Alpha Male. He's a strong camp, and and he's only f- lost twice to the champion, or the sitting champion, Jose Aldo. And now he was fighting uh, for the interim uh, championship belt with Conor McGregor, who pretty much talked his way into a title fight and has been backing it up uh, every step of the way. And this was going to be one of his uh, biggest challenges. It was one. Of, it proved to be one of his uh, biggest challenges in terms of having a strong wrestler 
getting tested on the ground and all that shit but he fought through and said called it once again called it said what he uh did what he said he was gonna do which was knock out chad mendes in the second round and now the jose aldo fight when and if it happens uh to unify the belt is gonna be bonkers like sick out of this world um but yeah that's pretty much it i'm gonna cut the outro pretty short this time hope you guys enjoy the episode uh rate and review the podcast on itunes and or stitcher i really appreciate it and here you go guys सूरज हुआ मध्यम चांद जलने लगा आसमा ये हाय क्यों पिघलने लगा सूरज हुआ मध्यम चांद जलने लगा आसमा ये हाय क्यों पिघलने लगा मैं ठहरा रहा जमी चलने लगी धड़का ये दिल सांस थमने लगी ओ क्या ये मेरा पहला पहला प्यार है सजना क्या ये मेरा पहला पहला प्यार What's up boys and girls installment number 4 of my trip in India and you guys are probably getting sick of all these already cuz i've four installments with this one recorded and i'm not at the end of my trip yet but 3 weeks is a long fucking time so i got to break it down and i probably release these you know i still have to record intros and outros you know not stick all of these on one episode cuz that'll be way too long so i'm going to split it up into multiple episodes um You know, once I have the final product, I'll figure out what that is. If it winds up being two episodes or three episodes, and um, it'll be like a little India mini series. Um, let's see. It's been a while. Right now, it is June twelfth. Uh, it's about to be the second Friday. Well, technically, here right now it is Friday. It's six. 20 in the morning. Uh, I got back from work about an hour ago. And I'm in the hotel room just killing time uh, until the Continental free breakfast downstairs opens up. Go downstairs, cops some breakfast, which is pretty dope. They have uh I don't know if I mentioned it before, but they have like a like a omelet guy and you just go up to him, tell him what you want in your omelet and he makes you an omelet or egg whites or whatever the hell you want. with a bunch of stuff like peppers, onions, tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese, scallions and you know however the hell you want it. Um and the rest is like buffet style. They have like a traditional Indian breakfast like section. You have a bunch of uh different um types of food, well, different to me, not to Indian people, I would imagine. <laughs> and It's interesting to to taste uh, a few of those things, like interesting like spices and um, curry like spices, 
and curry spices, um, but not like too heavy. Um, so it's interesting, like different breads and and stuff like that. Uh, naan and roti and puri and a bunch of stuff like that. Um, and what else? And then you have like regular, like Americanized and uh, European style stuff like bacon and they don't have pork sausage but they have chicken sausage um or beef sausage rather because you know the whole worshiping cows thing um and what like pancakes waffles fucking donuts croissants bread with you know to make toast and shit like that they have like this little toasting machine that toasts toasted like super fast like you throw a piece of bread in it and it goes around like on a conveyor belt type of thing and it spits back out nice and toasted and you know shit like that oh you know it's banging that they have um fresh squeezed juices like they have orange juices um watermelon juice mango juice like you know like exotic type juices my favorite is the grape juice I don't know if I mentioned that before. If I did, it's worth mentioning again. It's fucking delicious. It's not like Welch's or anything like that. It's fucking crushed grapes. And there's like little pieces of, you know, like the pulp of grape uh, in it still. And and I don't like, don't like like pulp and orange juice or pineapple juice or anything like that. But it works with the grape. And it's dope. And if you haven't been able to tell, I'm hungry. Because I keep talking about food. Um, what else? They have like a bunch of different types of cereals and milks, and they have like a salad bar, and a, and a fruit bar. Um, and what else? Uh, different types of like nuts, cashews, almonds, and a lot of shit. A lot of shit to to pick from. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna hit that up, then come back to the room. Which, if I'm not mistaken, as of 6.30 a.m. IST, which is Indian Standard Time, uh, the NBA Finals game will be on. The Warriors versus the Cavs. I believe the series is tied 1-1. I missed the first two games. I'll probably see uh, some of that until I knock out. And then I'll wake up tomorrow. Uh, Probably, what, like at 3, like at 2 p.m.? Um, so I'll get what, if I go to sleep, let's say like around nine o'clock in the morning, I get like five, maybe six hours of sleep, then eat what technically would be breakfast at that time, uh, before I leave for work and uh, start work like at fucking 6 PM or 6 30 PM, whatever fucking time it is. And what I'm looking forward to, all right, all that work stuff aside, after work, the the guys uh, at the office play, there's like a cricket field, like in there, like the way the office is, is set up, it's like an office, it's kind of like a campus, picture like a college campus, one main building is like all the offices and shit, and there's a residential housing around it, and it's all like within a complex. And in that complex, they have, uh, like, fields, like, to play on. And they're super fanatical about cricket here. I was telling my brother earlier today that 
they literally have like five or six different cricket channels, like sports channels, where they give nonstop cricket every day. Um, so yeah, everybody's really fanatical about cricket, and they play every single Friday after work. Because after work here, you know, like we get off at it's like four thirty a.m. IST, and the sun comes out like around five thirty, six o'clock. So they they chill for an hour, hour and a half uh, around the office, and then play cricket outside. And last weekend they played. They told me from like six a.m. to ten ten a.m. Um, and I'm gonna play with them. Just you know. I'm in India, might as well. If I'm gonna play cricket, play in in India. <laughs> Especially if they're so enthusiastic about it, it'll be cool to check out. I I know nothing about cricket. They were explaining to me the rules and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna play like an inning or two just to see what it's like. Cause I'm obviously gonna be exhausted. Come back to the hotel, crash for a little bit. Hopefully, I'll be able to. Um, maybe for like. Uh, two hours or so let's say if we play if we start like at 6 6 30 in the morning play for like an hour tops two hours and the hotel is like in like an hour away so we get to the hotel like around 9 10 a.m uh crash till maybe like 12 or 1 no 12 because we're planning to go to a movie uh to see an authentic Bollywood movie in Hindi or Telugu Telugu which is the the regional language every I, I found out that like Hindi is the national language right everybody's also taught English but every like picture like uh, like city every city has its own like regional regional language that's it's not like you know like a slightly different dialect to Hindi it's a completely different language which is really bizarre. There's like a thousand plus languages or some shit like that in India. Um, and the regional language here in Hyderabad is Telugu, T-L-G-U, I believe it's spelled. And uh, yeah, we're going to see uh, like a traditional Hindi movie, Bollywood Hindi movie, because I want to see that experience. Like I enjoy going to the movies back home and... Uh, just I don't know. I thought it would be cool to to do. I'm gonna do that, and that's pretty much it. Um, everything so far is going pretty good, man. It's a really good experience. I'm starting to get a little homesick. It's been two weeks. Got one more week to go, and it's you know grueling schedule, uh, long hours, and on top of it just being long hours in general, uh, work wise. Um, having to work at night and sleep during the day it like fucks with your internal clock and then on the weekends grind it out and like stay awake to actually do shit and see shit um, it, it takes a bit of a toll but all in all it is you know it's, it's part of it you gotta go through it and it's been a pretty great experience this past weekend we went to two places actually on saturday we went to charminar charminar i would relate it to uh, like the statue of liberty like that type of thing um 
it is I'll read here from that little pamphlet of places to go or places to see here in Hyderabad that I've been reading to you guys it says here Charminar is a magnificent edifice it epitomizes Hyderabad and marks its 400 years of history built by ruler Kuli Kutub Shah it stands 180 feet tall I feel like I read this to you guys already um, the four minarets soar to the height of 48.7 meters, each above the ground. Small, small mosque is located on the roof of the edifice. Close by is close by is the colorful shopping center of bridal wear, attar, which is perfume and traditional Hyderabad glass, lacquer and stones, stone studded bangles. It's a must see. And it was pretty cool. We went there. Hyderabad is known, um, like you guys saw there, for their bangles, which are like bracelets and shit that chicks wear. Um, so I bought a bunch of those for like souvenirs. And um, yeah, we, it's, you guys are going to see pictures of it if you go on facebook.com forward slash spun today. Look for the album of, you know, something related to India. I'm sure I'll probably do maybe oh actually you know what so it'll be easier to find and I think I also said this last time also I'll break it down into uh, sections like this is section four of the recordings from India so it'll say something like that you know section four or album four of India or something like that so it'll be easier to narrow down so if you guys are looking at the pictures at facebook.com forward slash spun today you guys uh, will see the place that I'm talking about now. It, it's like a like a looks like a building, like a tower with four four like pillars going up, like four spokes. Picture picture like a like a table upside down, and like the legs of the table are up in the air, and it has four legs. Um, and it was pretty cool. We walked up, uh, you know, up to the top of it, kind of like you do like in the Statue of Liberty, and the stairs are like winding stairs and it's really narrow and they're not like evenly cut and like some steps are literally like giant steps like you have to almost like bend your foot all the way like up to your chest like your knee like to just be able to reach the next step and then some of them are like little tiny steps like one after another and it's weird and you got to be careful like going down it or whatever because it's like winding and all like weird and shit um but then when you get to the top it's like a really cool view it overlooks like it has like a 360 view of the city and uh we were told by like uh one of the guides there that it was uh built by this guy the ruler kulib kutub or whatever so that he from there would be able to to view all of like his territory and he had eyes on each of his like generals or like where they were posted or something like that from that location he could see all of them um talk about micromanaging <laughs> um and yeah it was pretty cool and like it mentions here in the little pamphlet it's surrounding area its entire surrounding area is all like markets like street markets which is really cool like you know like where the local shop and stuff like that so we were just like in the thick of it and 
um, you know, like shopping pretty much and like negotiating with the with the people. And it's crazy. They fucking one of the guys told me at the office. He was like, if they sell you something for for a hundred rupees, you have to tell them ten rupees, and then you know, and see how how low they go basically because they really beat you over the head over here or try to. And it really was like that. I freaking there was like one. What was it? I think it was a bangle, like a one of those bracelets that they're like famous for there. That the guy, it was like, I want to say, I don't know, something like twelve hundred and fifty rupees or something like that, and I got it for like two hundred and fifty rupees. <laughs> so it was like in, like an insane margin that they like mix in there. And then afterwards, I'm thinking like, you know, this shit's probably worth like five rupees or something. Maybe <laughs> you sold it at two fifty. Um, but whatever. Uh, it was pretty cool, you know, just being there. It felt like really like authentic India-ish. And I took really dope pictures from the top, from from the uh, like when we were up on top. You know, since it was a really nice view of the city. I took a shitload of pictures, which, again, you guys can take a look at at facebook.com forward slash spun today. They have, um, I got good shots of the of the rickshaws, which I don't know if I mentioned last time or if I or if I had even started it last time. But I started writing a short story, um, which was inspired by both this trip and um, these little rickshaws that I like uh uh, taking and using um, They're like these little tiki cabs And It's like I did mention it to you guys last time Because I remember uh, relating it to Those uh, Like horse and carriages and shit in Central Park um, But uh, like the front It's like a motorcycle basically It has one tire in the front and two in the back And I started writing a short story um, You know inspired by that shit So and they're everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. You can't walk outside without seeing one, literally. Any block you turn, you will see one. And I'm not exaggerating. Um, and not just, like, one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there'll be, every block you turn, you'll probably see, like, ten of them. Um, and what was my point? Yeah, so I got, like, cool shots of those things. And just, like, the people in the market. And um, it was pretty cool. I liked it. I think the pictures came out good. I have to, you know, like upload them to the computer when I get home from the camera, my new camera, which I'm having fun using. Uh, and and I really would have regretted it because I was contemplating not bringing it because uh, it's, you know, f- first trip f- far away like that. You know, the first time I got the camera, I didn't even know how to use it well yet. And, um, you know, I didn't know how, how shit was going to be here. But I definitely don't regret bringing it, and I'm, I contrario, I'm like really glad that I did, you know. And hopefully, you guys will be too once you see like pictures and shit. Um, what else? So that was Saturday. Then on Sunday, we went to. Uh, we drove by High Tech City. Um, which is cool. It's one of the other places. We didn't, like, go in or anything, but we drove by it. I took a few pictures of it, like, from my phone. And it's one of the modern monuments of trade and technology. 
the Hyderabad Information Technology and Engineering Consultancy City with the unique building of Cyber Towers. That's what we drove by, Cyber Towers. Promotes several world-renowned software companies and is the nucleus of Cyberbad, the IT destination in these parts of the world. So we drove by that thing. Um, it's a cool looking building. It's like looks like a state. It looks like Madison Square Garden or something. It's like a round looking thing. Um, and we went to Kutub Shahi Tombs, where there's like seven generations of of shahs or kings like buried there. That was pretty cool to see. Got a lot of pictures of that place too. Uh, the little pamphlet here says about a kilometer from Gokanda Fort, which is that uh, place that we went to the first weekend that we were here, where we had to like climb this huge fort, like to the top of it or whatever, and it took us like two hours. Um, it's about a kilometer away from there lies this cluster of graceful structures. This is the last resting place of Qutub Shahi dynasty where seven out of eight sultans are buried. The tombs are built in uh, Parisian, Pathan, and Hindu architectural styles using gray uh, granite with stucco ornamentation. It features an annual nasal or nozzle festival and other cultural entreaties. I'm going to pause on that for one second and go back to, because I just remembered something, to Charminar, the place that I said is like Statue of Liberty or whatever. Um, that whole thing was made. Uh, they didn't use any like stucco or wood or anything like that. Like the entire thing. That's why the construction, like at least internally, feels like a little bit off. Um, the whole thing was made supposedly with, uh, you know, any resources that, that they could find. They literally used eggs and mud and and uh, sugar cane the guy told us and like the entire thing is made of like just scraps and like shit like that which is pretty impressive and pretty interesting and cool <clears throat> i thought and all right back to kutub shahi tombs yeah that was the place that we were supposed to go to last time we went to gokanda for and then the driver got like i don't know he misunderstood us and we wound up going to chamala palace that i told you guys about um, and if you're just listening listening to this part of the episode or this episode, go back to like one of the recent. It's probably like the first India recording. Um, to hear about those places. And what else? And then we went to another market. Um, which was really good. I got a lot of stuff there, a lot of souvenirs there and stuff. They have like these really nice like silk, cashmere Indian scarves for like really reasonable reasonable prices um got a few of those and a bunch of like trinkets and like stuff like that like souvenirs it's that was like a that was more like a like a touristy type of market um but it was pretty empty uh and had a lot of shit had like a lot of variety um and it's like you have to like pay to get into that that market or whatever so it's not like you know like in the street and like the other one where it's just like full full of people and like completely packed 
Um, and what else? That's, that's pretty much it. I can't think of anything else. Uh, oh, wait a second. I cannot believe I almost forgot. The, um, uh, I wrote down a couple notes on my phone that I just remembered about, so I just looked it up. The Charminar and the Narrow Stairs. Um, those are like those winding stairs I was telling you guys about. They were really narrow, too. Um, I wrote here, people stare at cell phones when they walk here, too. Generational thing. <laughs> All right, so I noticed that just like in New York, um, people, people in India are also... Uh, connected to their phones their heads are always buried in their phones and they're not looking where they're walking and they text while they drive and the same issues we have over there with that type of shit they have over here in case anybody was wondering i don't know why i wrote that um but the dopest not the dopest but one of the coolest things that has happened while we've been here which was just like a little surreal i think and i can't believe i almost forgot to tell you guys about that was uh crashing a wedding it was really cool. It was, um, we are in the hotel just hanging out. We had we had just finished ha- having dinner. And we, there's a wedding going on because they have like a, like a club reception uh, area. And like we hear, we're having dinner at uh, one of the restaurants here. It's like a little bit, it's like, it's like indoors, but it's open. Um, it opens up like into the pool. So it's like, kind of outdoors but indoors you know it's like enclosed but you could walk like out to the pool area and we just hear like drums and uh like cheering and you know dancing and and like shit like that and we go over to like the pool area and look over the wall because the pool is on the like the second second or third level and we like hop up like to the wall like on the opposite side of the pool and you know we look down and we see like a bunch of just like colorful and umbrellas and drummers and a whole bunch of people and just like red and yellow and green and like india is really colorful i would say that i will say that about it it's interesting like you know from all the shit that like the saris and stuff that the women wear to just like the way it's decorated you have like all the different like indian gods and or hindu gods all over the place and and everything's just like really colorful like pastel colors and it's something that's uh really noticeable um and the wedding was just like that like to the tens and um i actually got a good picture like from the top uh from there i was like hanging like my phone over the ledge and trying to snap a good picture and it came up pretty decent and i think like a little video too and then um whatever long story short we finished dinner and we wound up wandering downstairs because uh, we keep hearing like the drums and stuff like that we we're like yo fuck let's just let's walk out because like we walked out outside of the lobby like you're still enclosed from the hotel like it has like a enclosure outside and they're all outside we walk outside and you know it's like dozens and dozens of people it's like a full-blown authentic indian wedding there's a horse that's like the horse is decorated and like with you know, draped fucking you know with 
fucking like Indian attire, I guess, or something for horses. And um, uh, there's a like a marching, you know, people just dancing and their hands in the air and and just like with some wild like Indian style dancing. And they have like mad drums, like it's like the drumming section of a marching band, like all different types of drums, and everybody's just dancing and cheering. And the f- there's a fucking horse there, and the groom is riding the horse, and and we were just like in the middle of it. And fucking one of the guys that that's with um, one of my coworkers, one of the guys that's that's with us, he starts dancing in the middle of it. I'm like recording it and taking pictures and shit. And we got pictures like next to the horse and with the people and and with the drummers and shit. And it was wild. It was, it was really cool. Um, and then we go inside, and then the like the father of the bride like invites us, invites us into the wedding, <laughs> into like the actual like reception area and stuff. And then we walk in, and we're just like like we feel out of place, you know. Everybody's like all dressed up and shit. We're like in jeans and t-shirts, and but they're like, no, no, you must, you must come in, you must come in. And they're like, you must at least take a take a picture. And we're like, <laughs> like at least take a picture. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> um, and we wound up getting because they have like a stage set up, and they you, they're having like their photography section of the wedding. You know, like when you're getting married or whatever, you've been in a wedding. There's like a photographer and videographer and all that's going on. And right now they're posing like with the family, with the the fucking baby. There's a baby there, two babies there. I don't know who they whose kids they were. Maybe the bride and groom jumped the gun a little bit. Um, but if not, whatever, maybe the little brothers and sisters or something. And then they're telling us to go on stage and then they're taking pictures with us. And it's like literally like surreal that we like sit down and and um, and we're just there. And we're in an Indian wedding. I literally turned around to to my coworkers and I was like, we're in an Indian wedding right now in, 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 the, in India. Like we're in the middle of an authentic like Indian wedding. And we were all just like, yo, this is fucking sick. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. That was cool. There's a shitload of pictures of that that I'll post. And it was uh, it was fun. That was a fun night. It was a cool experience. And yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. I'm going to end it off on a high note. And that's pretty much it. Stay tuned for at least one more recording to round off the trip uh maybe two uh we'll see how this weekend goes and i'll hit you guys up later and talk to you soon bye What's up guys what's going on this is installment number four if i'm not mistaken four or five of my trip in india this is probably the final installment it is 
I'm recording this right before I go to work. It's uh, 4.11 p.m. now, IST, uh, which means that back home in New York, it is uh, just after like 6.30 in the morning. Um, in case you guys hear like honking and stuff, it's, I'm sitting like by, by the window in the hotel room. I think I mentioned to you guys before that the honking is like literally nonstop. Um, and again, I probably said this before, but I'll say it again. I'm convinced that the, uh, the horns on the steering wheel are somehow connected to like the gas pedal or something because it's literally nonstop. I'm going to try to put um, the MP3 recorder by the window so you guys can can listen a little bit. I don't know if that came out, but we'll see. Um, if not, it's a lot of fucking honking. Take my word for it. And it's like that nonstop, 24-7. Like, we leave work at, at what, like 4.30 in the morning? And, uh, you know, get back to the hotel by, like, 5.30 a.m., and it's still the same. Like, right now, it's rush hour. Um, you know, same as, like, back home. You know, it's 4... Four, four to five or whatever, like rush hour starts, p.m. Um, same shit here, you know. And uh, but still, even in the morning when there's like less traffic, you're starting to get like the beginnings of traffic of people going to work that work fucking regular hours. And uh, <clears throat> it's still, still the same shit. So it's definitely something I'm not gonna miss about about India, about Hyderabad. Um. I had some notes here that I put on my phone. Oh, the cricket that I mentioned from last time that we were going to play got rained out. Well, I thought it was rained out. I was literally packing my, my you know, I was dressing my work clothes. I was packing a bag with some shorts and a t-shirt and sneakers and shit. And then I, like, opened up the curtains to the hotel room. Oh, which, by the way, if you were able to hear the, the honking, uh, keep in mind, I'm on... A sixth floor, and with that thick, um, the thick windows, you know, big windows that don't open, um, and it's like a double or triple pane, like window. Double actually, in casino, so it's like two thick ones, like back to back, and so if you heard it, that's like through all that shit. But anyway, I opened up the curtains to the window, and I saw that it was like pouring, like drenched rain i was like oh fuck so then i like unpacked the stuff from my bag and didn't even take it in assuming that they weren't going to play in like the mud basically right because they play like on a dirt field and it's like thunderstorm raining like horrible i look up the the stuff on my phone the rain and it's like gonna be non-stop until like an hour before we leave so i figured they, they weren't gonna play anyway then i get there and they were like they were like, you ready to play? And I'm like, I thought they were joking. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you know, because of the rain. And they looked at me like I had two heads. They were like, we're still playing. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I do not want to play that bad. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, rain or shine, they fucking play cricket. They're like a mailman back home. And I definitely wanted the experience, but again, not not that bad. Uh, but next time. Um, then what else? I started making a list of the different like fast foods that I found here. I don't know why, um, but I don't know why it's like relevant or why I'm amazed because all these like fast food franchises are everywhere, I guess. But I don't know. It just uh, remind me of back home. And what I saw here is that they have KFC. They have Domino's, which I tried. Um, by the way, they they like, bought Domino's at the office. And I tried a, a couple different slices. And the regular plain pizza tastes actually very, very similar. Um, then once they start fucking around with toppings and shit, it tastes really different. The... They have these little, like, personal pizzas, which I don't think Domino's has, like, back home. Um, but they definitely should. It's a good, I like the like the idea of it. Um, I guess back home, everybody fucking uses, like, a small pizza as a as a personal. But it's, over here, it's, like, literally a personal, like, small little pizza. Um, the, I had the ones with, like, with the weird toppings. I had, like, tomato and corn, um, which corn on pizza they do that in dr2 so i wasn't like too shocked by it but i didn't really like it and then there was another one that was uh jalapeno and pineapple and that was pretty good um but it definitely doesn't taste the same it's good but it's definitely not the pizza from back home even domino's which isn't i mean i like domino's a lot of people shit on it but i think domino's is awesome it's my favorite like fast food type pizza Fuck Papa John's, which they also have here, by the way, Papa John's. Um, what else? They have a Subway here. They have McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's, I tried McDonald's also twice. Uh, they don't have, because, you know, the whole cow worshipping thing. It's all chicken on the menu. All chicken and, like, veg patties. No burgers or beef or anything like that. Um, what I have? I had fries. I had nuggets. Uh, tastes a little different. The fries taste pretty much the same. Um, the nuggets taste different. And what else? There was one Starbucks. Um, and it was like in this ritzy neighborhood that we were driving by. Um, and the driver right away, he was like, look, look, that's a Starbucks. Uh, so I guess it's like a bigger deal here than, than over there where it's on every fucking corner. And they have their version of Cold Stone, which it's set up like the same exact way. It's probably, you know, they just probably switch the name for like regional purposes or something but i'm pretty sure it's the same franchise or just like a direct ripoff <laughs> it's called cream stone instead of cold stone and you know they have you know same thing you pick your toppings and they chop up the ice cream and shit like that uh, or chop up the toppings like in your ice cream mix it up and stuff like that i should have went and tipped them to see if they do that like corny song but like their version of that would have been funny um but yeah that's that and my one of my favorite things that i've done here was go to the movies um not sure if i mentioned it to you guys last time but i wanted to i like the movies you know going to the the theater back home or to the movies rather and i wanted to see what the experience is like here since it's something i like to do and i wanted i didn't want to see like they have jurassic world and 
San Andreas and you know like all those movies. But I didn't want to see one of those. I want to see a traditional Hindi movie. And we saw Tanu Weds Manu Returns, which is a part two to a movie that was actually so good to me. Like I really enjoyed it and just enjoyed like the experience as a whole that I want to see part one. And mind you, this is like without subtitles. They throw in like some English words here and there, but it's like all Hindi. And we actually, when we went back to the office, I spoke the next day. I spoke to uh, like the team I'm training and like told them what I thought it was about, what the plot was, and which we were all like us that went, none of us spoke Hindi. Um, and we, amongst ourselves, we like were speaking about it and stuff, and we pretty much had like a consensus on what the movie was about. And they were like amazed at the office. They were like, yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Um, so yeah, it was like pretty good acting, and uh, they have like dancing, like in the middle of like Hindi movies. Suppose that's something that's common uh, throughout Hindi movies, supposedly, and which was fun. It was cool to see, and funny. Um, the movie pretty much was about. It was like a romantic comedy type of thing. I'm into shit like that sometimes, and um, it was about this couple that apparently got married in the first movie and the movie begins with them having marital problems and they go see like a counselor at like a like a manicomio type of place like a psych ward thing and they uh having problems and they're arguing and after everything that's said the the wife winds up having the guy committed into the psych ward they think he's crazy because she's like pushing his buttons like the whole time that they're there and he winds up flipping out and they lock him up in a psych ward and then she bounces um she leaves back home to her family in her old neighborhood everybody's like super excited to see her he's like in the psych ward for a few weeks or something like that until she calls his cousin um, his cousin or friend or best friend or something and lets him know where uh, Manu is. Manu is the, the husband, Tenu is the, the wife. And they, uh, the cousin, he's like the funny character in the movie. Um, and he is, you know, like the jokester and stuff like that. And he goes to like bail him out of the psych ward or whatever you do to get someone out of a psych ward. And then um Manu goes back home and he flies he flies back to his family and then um you know they send each other letters and like text messages and stuff like that and tell each other that they hate each other and that they're filing for divorce and while she's back home you know she's like more of a like a free spirit and you know outgoing wants to like party and drink like type of chick and he is more of the conservative traditional uh type of guy and when she goes back home she sees her ex-boyfriend and um, starts hanging out with a bunch of other guys and drinking and partying and dancing and, and all that stuff. And her family's like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this chick? Um, and, uh, you know, I guess like all the feelings that she felt she was like oppressed or not feelings, but like shit that she wanted to do that she was oppressing while being married to this dude. And then he went back home and, you know, he was like sulking and depressed. And then um, he was giving a lecture because he was a doctor and at a college and he winds up seeing uh, a girl's lookalike uh, his girl's uh, lookalike <clears throat> which was actually played by the same actress which I didn't realize until like almost the 
last quarter of the movie. She has like short hair and they like covered like a mole that she had, like with makeup and and stuff like that. And then it was funny because one of the one of the my coworkers that I went to movies with, he was like, after the movies, I was like, yo, I didn't I didn't notice that she was the same actress until like almost the end. And he was like, wait a second, she was the same actress. <laughs> so it was funny. Um, and what else? What else? So he falls in love with this chick, and he sees to me he sees in her all the qualities that all the good qualities that he fell in love with originally, like from his first wife. Then they wound up getting divorced. He's gonna marry the new chick. And for some reason or another, they're like in the same neighborhood, and the ex-wife gets like invite. She like invites herself into the wedding and to like help out, and uh, kind of gives like her blessing, but kind of like in a you know not in a real way. And she realizes she's still in love with the guy. The guy says no, that he's gonna marry the other chick. And then while he's marrying the other chick, he realizes that he is still in love with his ex-wife. The new the new girl. Um, realizes that also and says that he should be with his ex-wife and they should make it work and then like she exits stage left and starts crying and stuff but she's like one of those like tough girls so she doesn't let anybody see and um, she comes back and um, and then they get uh, together at the end again the ex-wife and the husband they get back together and the movie ends with them like beginning to argue again like about the choice the choice of necktie that he chose she's busting his balls about the the necktie that he chose to wear um at his new wedding <laughs> and it ends like that so it was a pretty cool movie it was it was uh uh it was interesting i liked it i enjoyed it i enjoyed the whole experience and what was really funny is that the the um everything is fucking spicy in in India, even if you ask for non-spicy, it still shit still comes out spicy. It's like the spices, that, spices that they use, or like something, but shit is on some next level spicy shit here. And so much so that I ordered uh, not. I always order the same thing when I go to the movies, um, like a red Slurpee, which they didn't have here, so I just got a water and nachos with cheese. And I ordered the the nachos with cheese, which also came with some with another. Uh, like a sweet and sour type sauce it came with a sweet and sour type sauce and a cheese sauce the cheese was eh, okay the sweet and sour sauce was actually banging it was really good and then um and you know how the cheese back home is at least most movie theaters are the ones that i go to the cheese is like what gives it like a little zing and a little spice right to the like bland but salty um nachos over here the nachos are fucking spicy just by themselves so it's like the other way around um and it's like spicy and has like a like a like a hint of like a curry type taste to it which was interesting um but yeah it just everything is fucking spicy <laughs> and that was my experience at the movies here in india which was pretty dope i had to admit again it was like one of my favorite things to do here and i'm gonna pause this and continue it when i come back from work because actually uh, should be downstairs in about four minutes and I'll check you guys out in a little bit. That's my attempt at making um, a smooth transition. All right, so I'm back in the hotel room now. Um, to you guys, it's going to sound seamless, obviously. Um, but I paused it before, like I said, after I finished speaking about the uh, Tenu Wits Menu, the movie. And... Since then, went to work, 
for the final day here and it was really cool uh, a cool day you know after after work and stuff like that the um team i'm working with they like got me this like traditional indian getup like the whole suit the pants and traditional i'm not sure what you call it but like for girls it, it's a sari you know that name um for for guys i don't know i don't know what it's called but they got me one of those as a gift which is really cool so i was wearing it taking pictures and and um it was really a really nice gesture and um it was a good day overall and yeah super nice people man um and came back to the hotel room and pretty much finished packing i'm pretty much done just have to take a shower change and throw my dirty clothes in and zip it up um and I was doing that, and then um, we went to breakfast. I wound up being at breakfast for like, I don't know, like two hours or so or more. Just like talking and shit, because we're not going to go to sleep. We have to check out and leave from the hotel at about 12.30, 1 o'clock, to head out to the airport, which is, which is not that close. And um, right now it's... 10 20 in the morning so no point in, in sleeping and you know we got a fucking four-hour flight to abu dhabi then we have a seven hour motherfucking layover seven hour layover and then a 14-hour flight to new york <laughs> so i'll catch up on my sleep during that fucking transition um but yeah i remember like the like i told you guys in like the first the first recording of, of these india india epics um the flight in was dope so i'll be looking forward to it actually hopefully it's the same just as good or better um so yeah i just have a couple more points to touch on uh, that I wrote down here that I wanted to cover just to wrap up the whole India experience. The next uh, thing that we did, we did it on, like I mentioned before, like we get back to the hotel room like at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. So the hotel had a, a complimentary uh, yoga session, hour-long session uh, set up for us um, if we wanted it. And it was actually at 6 in the morning um so a, a few of us took it and and did it uh, with the yoga instructor it's like yoga while in india it makes sense right why not uh so we did that and it was pretty cool because you know the sun was starting to come out at that point already it was pretty light out actually and it was like outdoors but like under under like a i don't know like what to call it, like a ceiling kind of that, you know, um, uh, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? Like protrudes or comes out of like the building, like from the building, um, and is like right next to the pool. And that's where we were doing it. So there was a nice breeze. The sun was coming up. Um, nobody else was around. It was like us and the instructor. 
and it was a pretty cool experience you know like a legit yoga instructor who who was really knowledgeable and and but wasn't a go hard you know what i mean and um uh he pushed us but wasn't a dick about it and he was easygoing and and I did fucking stretches that and never knew I could fucking do. I felt uh, really limber after it. And um, tried to take some mental notes so I could try to do them at home and try to get into it more frequently. I, I, yoga has always been, like, appealing to me, I guess, and, like, meditation and, like, that type of thing. But I've never done it consistently. Um, it's something... I would want to though but i always say that i haven't done it yet so we'll see but um uh then he wrapped it up with like like a 50 minute um i guess like speech or whatever like about yoga and the importance of it and and how everything is energy and it doesn't have to be about um you know religion or spirituality or anything like that it's just uh, yeah about yourself and getting to know yourself and becoming one with your breath and and when you dream your your inner self is going up into the universe and the universe's energy and all the he, he put it like a lot more eloquently than that um and it was a pretty dope way to to wrap it up and it was a pretty cool experience i enjoyed doing that But yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. That's the my experience, anyway, from my point of view, obviously. <laughs> it's my experience in, in India, on this side of the planet. I hope that you guys find or found, I don't know, something within uh, this podcast entertaining. Or at the very least, what I would want to get from it if... I was on if I was a listener on the other side of this, um, which is, you know, insight into kind of like a behind the scenes type of thing of how shit is, at least from one person's point of view, uh, to a place where you may not have gone or maybe that you have been to and you you know, you get somebody else somebody else's perspective on it. Um it's pretty, that's all I try to do with these type of things. And hopefully that that translate out translates out to you guys. Sorry guys, no sleep. Don't mind me. Um, one thing that I want to say lastly is that, and it's something that I notice, you know, even like when I go back to DR or even back at back home in the states, when you're around poverty or like people less fortunate than you, and by no means. And I say I'm like super like fortunate or or I mean I feel fortunate um you know health wise and family wise and and stuff like that but um just like from a financial standpoint when you're around poverty and stuff like that it's easy for us to like lose sight of what's important and I think trips like this and experiences like this kind of help put things in perspective again and I don't know, I just kind of want to say that no matter like what station or cast, as, as they say here, uh, you're in, um, if you want to look at things through that foggy financial lens, um, we should realize that there's always people above and always people below you. 
no matter how good or bad you think that you have it. And when you're able to look past all that, which doesn't really matter, you'll realize that we're all on the exact same plane and should act as such. And I don't know. That's pretty much it, guys. Hope you, again, hope you guys enjoyed this. And I'm probably going to do an intro and outro to this, so you probably hear that now after I get home and put all these things together. Wish me a good flight. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. And that's the episode, guys. Hope you liked it. I, um... Yeah, <laughs> I hope you liked it. That was my experience in India. I, I hope that what I wanted to, to put across, which, again, was kind of like a behind-the-scenes, come along with me on the trip uh, type of thing for those of you that have been to India and want to see it from somebody else's point of view and those of you had that um, haven't been there, uh, just to give you guys, uh, like a, I guess, a little taste of it through a medium that uh, I love and I would appreciate if I were listening, you know, to something like this, hopefully I did a good job of putting it together the way I envisioned it in my mind and you guys got something from it. Uh, aside from that, I just want to say, oh, by the way, I wanted to really badly do, uh, like a camel ride, go see camels, uh, over there in India while I was there. And ironically, the uh, we went to the place while we were there where i don't know if i mentioned this like in one of the two recordings we went to a place where they would have the camel rides and the camels happened not to be there that day for whatever reason and that's not the ironic part the ironic part is that this uh two weeks ago on the day after fourth of july um i went to the zoo uh with my fiance and and uh brother and sister-in-law and they and i did the camera ride over there actually which was pretty cool and uh was fun also i had a really cool experience with a polar bear that we saw that uh wound up uh just like putting on a show that had us all just like standing there for like 10 minutes like watching and he he was like laid out, like sprawled out, like knocked out sleeping. We wound up like leaving and then coming back to see if he was awake to see the polar bear. And the he woke up, wound up like diving into like the water pool thing that he has and just wound up like playing with a like a big ball that like a rubber ball that he has like in the water. Picture like a beach ball kind of thing. Like people would play with the beach ball like in the water, like in a pool or something like that. But to scale to a bear and you know obviously much more adorable like big like rubber thing probably weighs a ton and he was just there chilling like playing with the ball jumping on top of it diving underneath it kicking it in the air punching it up in there you know moving it with his nose and like back and forth and and that shit was funny it was pretty cool to see and he was just like chilling like playing and i actually uh put it on periscope which is an app that I've been playing with lately. I don't know if you guys have have heard of it. If you haven't, it's pretty dope. You should check it out. Um, I want to incorporate it more into into the podcast, so I set one up for the podcast. So uh, I think there's a search option. You could, you could follow people. People can follow you. 
it's like a social media type of thing um you guys can find me on there under spun today and it is for those of you that don't know pretty much a live streaming uh service i guess you can call it that you can do with your cell phone i know it works for apple i would imagine it works with um like droids and shit like that also and it's pretty cool because it's pretty much people around the world picture you know you literally have a map of the globe it tells you how many people are live at any given time you can you know click on japan and see everybody who's periscoping in japan and it can be people walking in the street and you're like literally seeing it live real time and um you know you can chat on it you can say stuff people could be showing you shit or just talking shit and um you know obviously uh, it's a wide spectrum of you know individuals and shit you can do with it um so you can see anything and everything on it and it's pretty cool just to like see different parts of the world that way kind of like um not firsthand but from someone who's there firsthand i guess i don't know um but yeah i periscoped that um experience of the polar bear playing uh at the bronx zoo and some people went on randomly and and liked it um they were saying it was pretty cool and shit like that and that they wanted to go to the zoo and it was like somebody from brazil and somebody from china or something like that so it was pretty cool it's a it's a interesting app i'm gonna play with it more i wanna like i said incorporate it uh, more to the podcast maybe i'll do some some live streaming of me recording the intro and outro um to these things down the line but we'll see check it out see if you guys like it also I want to mention again the questionnaire that I added to the website, spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. It's pretty much for anybody who's into writing, creating, if you're a comic, if you're a painter, uh, anything creative that you do or anything that you enjoy doing, where you can share with us like what inspires you, what gets you moving and, and stuff like that. It's five questions designed, five questions designed hopefully not poorly but (laughs) designed to kind of extract from your passion and your views and how you are able to to actually you know like sit down and do the work and what you get from it and share that with other people and you know hopefully spark that interest and that motivation in them to do whatever it is that gets them going and um, for me to pick up tips with, you know, writing and, and podcasting and stuff like that, that I'm currently trying to do. So uh, check that out again. It's at com forward slash questionnaire. I'm actually excited. I have uh, two to, oh, by the way, you I will read the, it's five questions. You guys answer it, it's free form. I will read your responses on uh, the free writing episodes uh, that I do for the Spun Today podcast. And I actually have two. Um, one, actually, a person that uh, I spoke with on, on Periscope, uh, which was pretty cool. She checked it out and uh, wanted to fill it out. She's like a model and, and, and writes uh, on occasion. And another one that I'm very excited about, Mr. Daniele Bolelli from these uh, Drunken Taoist podcast. Check it out if you guys haven't already. And uh, it was pretty dope of him to, to go out his, his way and uh throw a fellow podcaster a bone i uh appreciate it and um that questionnaire is also coming up on a future episode stay tuned for that 
And um, what else? What else? Uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and or Stitcher. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Spun Today. Like the Facebook fan page, which you guys can do by going to facebook.com forward slash Spun Today. You can also subscribe to my YouTube page where you can listen to this and all podcasts. And you can find links to that on my website, spuntoday.com at the bottom. Also on Tumblr, if that's your thing, you can listen to all these episodes on there as well. Spuntodaypodcast.tumblr.com. And subscribe to my newsletter, by the way, guys, on my website as well. Um, on the contact page at the bottom, there is an option to subscribe to the newsletter. I'm not going to bombard you with uh, spam or anything like that. It's just to give you a heads up when these episodes come out, um, which is every other Thursday. <laughs> if you guys don't want an email to remind you of that, then um, don't sign up. <laughs> Aside from that, though, I'd let you guys know whenever there's a new short story, which uh, I wrote a new one called The Lecture Hall. I believe I named it. Check it out at sponsor.com forward slash short stories. Let me know how shitty or unshitty you think it is. Uh, you, you have uh, comment sections there uh, where you can write shit. And um, what else? What else do I have to plug? The uh, website has a shitload of pictures from India. If you guys want to you know, couple this uh, experience with uh, the experience of like the, the podcast with some actual visuals, check out um, sponsor.com forward slash photography. It's... Uh, like you know landscape like not landscape but like photography ish type pictures that I take of shit and put on the website um, if you want to see more of the like shit that I did and you know me next to a horse and in the wedding that we crashed and stuff like that uh, check out the Facebook fan page it has all those you know like taken with my iPhone type pictures and you guys can check that out to get more of a feel oh, also actually on the YouTube uh, that I'm going to start off for this. I'm going to try all, all the YouTube uh, podcasts have just have like the Spun Today logo in the background. I'm going to actually try to use all the pictures and have the YouTube uh, version of this podcast have all the pictures, you know, scroll through like all the pictures and shit. I'm going to see how and if like that's doable. Um, but like that, you can actually see different visuals randomly uh, while listening to the podcast on YouTube if you so choose and definitely definitely rate and review the podcast on itunes and or stitcher i don't know if i said that before but i'll definitely say it again because it will help out a lot and i would really appreciate it and lastly but not least these support the podcast financially by uh clicking on the amazon portal on my website it's uh the banner at the top center of the contact page if you click on that it takes you to amazon and you can do your shopping like normal and Amazon kicks me back a percentage for just driving traffic to their website. And um, Prime Day is actually coming up there. I, I don't know if this is the first year that they're doing it, but it's the first time that I've heard of it. Supposedly, it's, it's uh, they're going to have more sales than Black Friday. And, you know, maybe there'll be some good deals on there. If there are, you know, definitely check it out by clicking on my banner at today.com forward slash contact top center of the page amazon banner prime days on july 15th if i'm not mistaken i've tweeted it up uh once before um so if i'm mistaken with that you know 
check out my my twitter feed or you know just throw it into google i'm sure you guys can find it other more available places than my twitter feed so with that said guys just wanted to say as always substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams thanks for listening I'm not